I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's good, internet? Welcome to the Serumcast. We are on episode 112. I believe it is March... 16th. Uh, you'll probably be listening to this on the 17th if all goes well. And on this episode of the Syrupcast, Canada's biggest independent tech podcast. I don't know if that's true, but we're ranked pretty high on iTunes. We are. That's I don't true. know what the ranking is, but we're up there. We're sharing tax tips advice ahead of tax season. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just do them. <laughs> um, this week, uh, and it's something that we want to do uh, more of going forward, uh, we're doing a special episode uh, instead of talking the news. But don't be worried. We will still cover the news wherein it's pertinent and interesting. Uh, we decided to do kind of a special one-off episode. Uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about our favorite apps, um, specifically ones that we think that will help you as a mobile safe reader. Um, so we have each about three. Um, and we're going to talk about, you know, how we discovered them, why we love them, uh, how we think they can change your life because apps are life changing. I'm sure Steve Jobs said that once. Um, sounds like a Steve Jobs quote. It does sound like a Steve Jobs quote. No, he didn't like apps actually at first. He didn't. Yeah, it's true. There he was had no to be convinced. Store, right? yeah. yeah. Um, but first, let me introduce my good friends. Uh, not on the podcast this week is Rose Bihar because she is in Trump's America. So fingers, please, you know, send your thoughts and prayers to her. It's uh, America. 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 Come on, get it right, Igor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have, as always, Patrick O'Rourke. How are you, sir? I'm good, Igor Bona- Bonifacic. Yes. Bonifacic. Are you excited? That's close. That's close. Are you excited to go on vacation? Um. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be nice to get away with my Nintendo Switch. And don't forget your girlfriend. Yeah, don't forget too. the girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> the Nintendo Switch is more important. Oh. Whoa. Hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Robin, please, please extricate yeah. that from the transcript. I don't think she's ever listened to if you're watching her podcast. Then he won't be getting in trouble today. Patch's face is going super red. <laughs> yes. It's not red, is it? Um, yeah. It's a little red. That sonorous voice is the voice of one Zach Gilbert. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, yourself. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I expect I expect you to have your radio voice the whole time. You're listening to the syrup. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, next week's host, because I'll be on vacation as well, um, is Jessica Vomero. Hi, Igor. How are you doing? I'm good. And yourself? I am practicing my host voice. Excellent. Uh, so remember, you got to email those guests today. Okay, so you're going to put it on the podcast now so that if I don't remember, yes. <laughs> everyone will know. Uh, <laughs> special note to Danikin, if there's not a full all-female uh, hosting squad, you email me because there's going to be hell to pay. And I'm going to get in trouble. So. <laughs> yes. So that, yeah, so that is you know a prerequisite of your hosting duties next week which if are not met i expect the subjective mobile syrup score to drop a whole point <laughs> okay so we've done enough joking um let's start with the man of the hour patrick 
Just so uh, you want one to start, through? and then we'll. How about we do one each? One, one each. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my first app is Transit App, which oh, I yes. which I claimed last night when we decided this this mm-hmm. this topic because I knew someone else would come up with it. Yeah. Um. So what Transit App is is it is a location based public transit app, mm-hmm. um, and that that's sort of the key to it, which that makes it different from other stuff um, mm-hmm. like the other apps that are out there. Um, and basically, you you open up the app, and it knows where you are based on your GPS location, and it'll give you the nearby transit routes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I like it more than other transit apps simply because if like there's some kind of delay or some kind of uh, rerouting, which often happens with mm-hmm. the TTC as we know, especially on your route, yeah, definitely on the the lovely 501. Mm-hmm. Um, you you can just click it. Um, and you can click it to also uh, press to, to update the actual routes that are going to show up, and it'll do it automatically. You don't need to mm-hmm. be familiar with the route. It'll just show you them. Um, and you can swipe through to the different, uh, like either whether it's north, south, east, west, and it shows you all of the information you want right away. There's there's like an Apple Watch uh, app as well, and there's an Android Wear Watch app. I've never really used either of them other than just to try them out mm-hmm. um, because they're, they're not very fast and they're not very good mm-hmm. it's easier for me to just take out my phone and use it um but it's it's canadian developed it's made in yep. montreal and they're always adding cool new features to it i think one of the newest things they added is uh bike sharing like where you can find bike share mm-hmm. locations in the, mm, in the various cool. cities um i think they added that in toronto somewhat recently as well right another feature called go which is like uh that's uh last couple of weeks or so <clears throat> but it's crowdsourced data on Mm -hmm. like making transit live because a lot of these services aren't live feeds on where exactly the train is so Mm -hmm. like if you're here and you're going home and you hit the go button you can update it yeah yeah. you can update it so other people see where that train is or where that bus is and right because it's schedule based you you can also set it up your personal data right and it Mm -hmm. feeds it in so they know really where that bus actually is Mm -hmm. you can also set it up to like if you sleep on your commute, you can set yep. it up to have an alarm go off when you oh, arrive really? at your yeah. location, which is like a cool little trick. I don't think many people use it very mm-hmm. often, but I mean, if you're taking the same go train home to Brampton every day or whatever, and you, mm-hmm. you sleep on that go train and it wakes you up at the I'm same time. I'm a rebel. Time, that would I be really you use useful. It? I sleep, I fall asleep, and then I don't use it. I'm you like, may you know or what? may not wake whatever. up. Whatever. I'll wake up. <laughs> have, you ever, <laughs> have you ever slept through it? No, 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 not yet. No, I feel like regular commuters, your body just yeah. goes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, never... I fall asleep on the bus all the time, and for some reason I jerk awake like yeah. as I'm getting yeah. to the stop that I need to get to, and I never set an alarm. But, I, but you hear those horror stories of people that wake up yeah. at like the other side of the city. <laughs> They're yeah. in Hamilton. Oh, you do yeah. hear those. Or yeah. the guy that it's ran the like, TTC like six times back and forth. But at least it's a horseshoe. It's a loop, right? So with the bus, you kind of have to just walk back <laughs> i just fear for the people sitting next to me if i snore so sorry mm-hmm. zach i know you don't snore <laughs> i'm just an angel <laughs> so that's my app yeah uh, okay. zach what's your number um, one um so my number one is called run zombies um so if you've never played this game slash app slash uh health app whatever um <clears throat> what it is is it's an application that tells you a story right so it's made by a company in london it came out in 2012 um not london ontario london england uh came out in 2012 um and what you do is you've got different chapters right so just like a book you you know you throw in your airpods or your airbuds or your airpod elite here or uh just your wired headphones whatever you got and uh, you go out for a run, right? And mm-hmm. it tells you the story as you're running about zombies and you're picking up these medic packs and 
you're saving people's lives and whatever, and then every so often you'll get an alert that zombies are near. Mm-hmm. And it's using your phone's GPS to track where you are, and um, it knows how fast you're moving. So it's mm-hmm. like zombies are getting closer. If you don't move faster, well, then oh, the zombies That's eat cool. you, right? Yeah. Um, and is the run over at that point? or mm, like? <laughs> sadly, no, no. You don't actually get eaten. Oh, uh, so no. You can, and in the game, I would you say can, thankfully you, can, you don't well, get eaten. Yeah, I, so, <laughs> I want to like, keep my brains. <laughs> Tons of dead bodies just everywhere. I was yeah. playing Zombies Run. Um, but it would add a new level of realism and like a sense of urgency. Far too yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Augmented reality. Like, oh zombie crap, run. I gotta run really bad. Um, you can use it inside or outside. Um, mm-hmm. It's, you know, a lot cooler outside. Yeah. Um, like I have, I take my dog out for a run in the forest and uh, I throw my AirPods in or whatever and I go out for a run and listen to Run Zombies. Um, and it's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. they do like occasional. Um, group runs where you can virtually run a marathon with different people from around the world and compare your your run times to everyone else. That's right. cool. Gamification, man. Yeah, iOS and Android, <laughs> yeah. both platforms. Uh, Jess? Um, my number one choice is actually one of the first apps that I picked as app of the week when I started at Mobile Syrup a year ago. And it is called One Big Thing. I'm sure you remember this, mm-hmm. Igor. It is developed by a Canadian developer, Nick Burka, who is the brother of Daniel Burka, who is a partner at Google Ventures, but mm-hmm. is also the creative was the uh, creative director at Dig. Mm-hmm. I'm sure many of you know what that is. Um, and it's actually just a never list. heard of Dig. Never heard of Dig. No, it's it's like it's pre 2010, right? Really? <laughs> no, I've heard. I dig. Holes. Okay, I thought you were yeah. serious for a second there. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, it's just a list app that I kind of discovered by accident when I covered this story a year ago, and I've been using it kind of ever since because I incessantly make lists about everything, as Patrick knows from make, watching me make, you make them, them on, on your table. desk. Yeah. We do. We have a whiteboard table, so I make lists literally on the desk in front of me, and then I erase things, and then I make another one in my little notepad for things that don't have to do with work. And then I make one on my like I make too many lists, so this is better. I save a lot of paper, lots of trees being saved, with lots of app. table space, lots yeah. of table space but i really like it i've been using it for a year and i would recommend it because i think it kind of helps you prioritize a little bit for people that are disorganized like me <laughs> so to pull useless my useless literary knowledge out there there was uh italian writer he uh, passed away recently umberto echo the, the name of the rose he said oh i love uh, that we made we make lists because we're afraid of death take that as you will <sighs> i need to leave guys <laughs> <laughs> uh on that note my number one favorite app is uh one called insta paper um and if you've heard of um pocket uh the concept will be intimately familiar to you it's a read it later app um the uh, the reason i think this one kind of separates itself from the pack is uh, one it's pedigree so um if you've heard of a website called tumblr uh one the one of the co-founders who created Tumblr, uh, Marco Armente. He, if you don't follow him on Twitter, you should. He has like a great blog where he talks about development, like great headphones, and just a wide variety of other topics. But he also did uh, not Pocket Cast, but Overcast, the really great uh, podcasting app yep. on iOS. Yep. Uh, so, as I said, Pedigree. He is a fantastic developer, and Instapaper started as one of his side projects that he started after leaving Tumblr. It was eventually bought by this company called Betaworks, which is this kind of VC firm in uh, New York City that buys apps usually and puts people on it and develops it into something completely different. Uh, The app has since been bought from Betaworks by Pinterest. Um, And that's significant because um, 
uh, Instapaper used to have a premium feature or a premium tier where you got access to more read it later features uh, by paying for the subscription tier. Uh, since Pinterest bought it, one of the first things it did was um, get rid of the premium tier. So all the great features that were uh, kind of segregated from that tier were, uh, or within that tier are now available to everyone. That's cool. uh, so the nice thing is compared to Pocket, uh, you know, Pinterest, I don't know what its business model is. I don't know if it makes money. But what I do know is that it has a lot of investment money, <laughs> right? It's one, uh, it's considered what's quote unquote a unicorn, right? So its valuation is over a billion dollars. It has a lot of money. And so it didn't feel the need to make money off of uh, Instapaper. So it made it basically free. Um, and just the design is fantastic. What I really appreciate is there's different themes uh, and there's this like dark gray one that it just it looks perfect when you're like either reading at night um, or on the subway. And that's when I usually use it the most because, you know, I love to read, but sometimes it's so hard to take a book out and read it on the subway, <laughs> whereas a phone is super easy, right? Like even if you're just like holding on for dear life on the new rocket uh, subway you can just still hold your phone and just read it. So Is it is it multi-platform? Does it It is. It's on iOS, it is on Android. It, you can read it on desktop, you can read it on web. And what's great is that if you use it on Chrome or Safari, there's a great little um plugin. That uh, was the next extension. thing I was going to ask. You. Yeah, so there's a great extension that you can install into your browser window where you just click this button and it saves your credentials the first time and then anytime you click it, it just like takes a page. You know, cleans up takes out the advertisements cleans up the formatting and then it's ready for you to read when you have a chance so cool. you know my usual uh, procedure throughout the day is you know i like either patrick sends me a really interesting article zach jess someone or i just find them on my by myself i don't have time to read that during the workday, and i just save it for my commute i do the same thing but i do it with uh pocket yeah um, both are great um i you know just pick one and stick with it I'd say. i may try uh instapaper though yeah maybe the layout's better that's what i've heard yeah anyway what's your number two my number two is a video game called impossible road it's from a vancouver victoria based i always gotta specify that because yep. people like freak out over it mm-hmm. uh developer called wonderful lasers mm-hmm. so it's this really simple game that came out a couple of years ago where Uh, the whole point of it is there's a little ball and there's a road that's constantly twisting and turning and your goal is to keep that ball on this road Mm -hmm. um and there's like a lot of the mobile games that i write about for a game of the week um it's very deceptively simple but there's a lot of depth to it that's kind of hidden you can leave the track and like fly off into nothingness and into space and then sort of uh steer the ball kind of back onto the course you can do there's two different strategies you can either stick to the course the entire time hitting all these checkpoints or try to bounce around it. And that sometimes will, will result in you getting a higher score, but you'll also have less control over the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those games that has uh, really simple graphics. It's relatively cheap. I think it's only about $1.99. Um, and yeah, I, I've had it for a couple of years and I still bust it out every once in a while on the subway mm-hmm. and play it when I need to kill some time. And I th- believe it's coming to, there's a upgraded version coming to PS4 at some point in the near future. Um, and there is another upgraded version available on Steam called Super Impossible Road, Ooh. with more features and like different different balls that you can roll down roll down the track and different tracks and stuff like that. Um, but I think I think the format works best on mobile, so I'm hoping that the the developer brings 
that game back to mobile too. Is it endless or is there? Yeah, it's actual- endless. It's oh. endless. There's no end. You just keep going forever and ever. Um, I believe there's a leaderboard too, and like the scores that people have in that game are insane. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't understand how people are that good at this. Um, but it's a great game, and I, I keep coming back to it uh, every couple of weeks just because it's it's there and it's it's still compelling. Mm-hmm. Zach. Um, so number two, if you don't know me, I go to the movies all the time, like multiple times a week. Sometimes it's pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Other people may find it ridiculous. I think it's perfectly normal. Have you seen Logan yet? I have seen Logan. It's pr- really Should good. Should I watch um, it? Um, yeah. yeah, like it's good. I'm still uh, not going to, so it's okay. <laughs> I was super tired and, uh, like a pet peeve of mine is going to the movies, uh, you know, tired in general and falling asleep. Cause I'm like, I paid, you know, freaking 15 bucks or whatever to go to this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just sitting there like eyes peeled open, like trying to watch this. <laughs> movie. And I was like, come on. Okay. Um, and if you're watching on our video podcast on their YouTube channel, you'll see me staring deeply into the camera lens with my eyes open. Um, yes you should you should edit it so that when you say that (laughs) the camera just zooms in right on your eyes and then goes back in it's not Uh, creepy at all Zach don't worry so most of you live in Canada you're listening to this so Cineplex um, Entertainment is the biggest uh, film studio not studio sorry but um, movie house or whatever you want to call it in Canada distributor I don't know if it's a distributor distributor. yeah they're just like a a theater chain in place that shows movies yeah well Mm -hmm. I mean they have arcades sometimes where they have the talking pictures um so sound sometimes they have sound (laughs) sometimes they don't it depends on the theater you go to yeah um yeah so my app of course is i eventually get to it after five minutes of talking um (laughs) are you sure there's something else we shouldn't talk about first i don't know um is cineplex odeon's uh cineplex app Mm -hmm. canadian made um from the research i did it's made in-house um if you're a developer they're actually hiring right now um and it's cool like you can go and buy your tickets you can you know connect your scene card if you know what scene card is cineplex's uh, loyalty program it's one of the few good loyalty programs. yeah you know you can get free <laughs> movie tickets other than they did change it recently where you have to get more tickets to get the vip seats and and you don't get free food as much anymore either. no yeah. yeah so from within the app you can go in you can see trailers um which are always entertaining um you can see movie times you can buy your tickets um then you can use your phone or your apple watch to actually you know like go to the theater and that's your ticket type thing, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to carry this paper, this antiquated technology and whatever. You can carry just... paper anymore. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but also, you know, if you use your scene card, you get more points. Um, just overall cool app. And they use a lot of the uh, mobile technology to kind of bring everything together and make it a lot easier to use. Well, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> it, is it better than time play? Time play, which was a dumpster fire like is it is it better now uh yeah yeah it's a lot better now um if you don't know time play it's like an interactive in yeah game you can play um before the movie and you get uh, points and get like time have you ever won anything i have usually it's when i'm like the only one in the theater there's only a couple of people um but yeah i've won some stuff before yeah Yeah, the last time i was at the theater there was like an mvp and it was like canada's highest rated like so time play player i saw that too but i think they that that person's like not actually in the theater they're just showing the score okay yeah yeah. i think there are some like dedicated players that want this that's the crown they're going after the theater they live for movie tickets and popcorn Look, the theater near my house doesn't have time play. If you're the best. What? Yeah, so I can't. That is crazy. 
Just just put it this way, Jess. If you're the best time play player in Canada, you're the best time play player in the world. Yeah, it's well, true. You're the world champion. I have a new dream. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I could put on my Twitter profile. I think I'm going to have to leave early today, guys. I'm going to the movies to play time play. It's a LinkedIn be, endorsement. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's before your, you it go. It raises your clout score. <laughs> what's your number two app? Um, well, I don't know how I'm going to follow that amazing description. Yeah. But my number two app is actually one called Timeline based on the media company Timeline because I am a big history buff and a news junkie and this kind of brings all of that together. It is an app that you can where you can read about current events but also see all the events leading up to that event and it's mm-hmm. pretty well known. I think it's been covered by like the New York Times and a bunch of other places so you very well might know what it is but it's definitely my favorite news app out there. I like it much better than like the Globe and Mail or McLean's or any of the other news apps for Canadian publications that are around. I think mm-hmm. I find it really useful for somebody like me that likes to know where things come from. Mm-hmm. It's a good app if you want to make your own drunk history. That's a very good you know, point. You just sit at home <laughs> and drink. That's true. Ten days ago, oh, this started. <laughs> or you could just keep a record for yourself for this. I don't remember. Yeah, oh man, I swore on the podcast. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Jess! Out. I'm suddenly questioning my decision <laughs> to hand the reins of the podcast over to you. Next mm-hmm. week's podcast is just going to be like a swear fest off the rails. Yeah, get ready beep, for beep, it. Beep, You're beep, the ones beep, that beep. chose to leave. All right, you're giving it to me, <laughs> Robin. I do not envy you. Um, my second favorite app is uh, one called Snapseed. It is developed by Google, and it's surprising because. You know, they don't, it doesn't come prepackaged on uh, Google phones, although understandably so because it is an image editor. Uh, and if you're taking pictures with your uh, smartphone, you might be sometimes like, oh man, it didn't turn out great. Uh, and the fact of the matter is, uh, with almost, there is no like digital image, or uh, I should, re- let me rephrase that. There's no photo that you take with your smartphone or digital camera as digital entities that comes out perfect. Like there needs to be something that you need to touch uh, or touch up to kind of make it perfect. It's even the same with like film photography too, right? Yeah. Um, although to a, like a lesser, lesser extent, extent, right? Um, but like nothing comes out of the camera perfect. Um, and Snapseed is of all the um, image editors that are out there, like you could go for Adobe Lightroom, which is can be really complicated. <laughs> Snapseed kind of, it balances the line between kind of accessibility and being comprehensive. Um, and if you've never used it, when you first use it, it might be a little confusing. Um, but thankfully, like, there's such a huge community of just everything out there, right? Um, but in this case, I'm thinking photographers and mobile photographers. So if it's something where you're like, oh, I'd love to take, you know, better pictures, check out Snapseed and then, you know, play around with it a bit and then go on YouTube another Google resource and uh, just see Snapseed tutorials. And I think you'll be quickly able to find like, you'll become so uh, like really well uh, uh, attuned to the app. And I think your pictures will look better before you put them on Instagram and whatever else. Will it make my selfies look better? Dare I say yes. Amazing. Million dollar Nothing can improve Patrick's selfies though. I mean, his hair is already like, (laughs) Just like too shining. Just got to put that. Uh, what's that main filter everyone uses on Instagram? The Valencia. dog filter. Valencia. Valencia. Yeah. yeah. Valencia does make That's everyone. I, I just remember from that song. Yeah. But first, let me take a selfie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so my third and final app is Plex. It's a, a media server app, um, and there's tons of media server apps out there, and a lot of people would argue that XBMC, uh, which is now known as Cody, mm-hmm. I guess they changed that name somewhat recently, um, is, is much better because it's more versatile. Uh, but for someone like me, Plex is perfect. It's a very simple, clean media server, and the best part about it is that it's available on almost every platform. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things a lot of the other ones are missing. Like you can get a Plex app on iOS, you can get a Plex app on, on Android, you can get, um, there's a desktop one, there's an Xbox one, there's a PS4 one. Mm-hmm. Plex is on everything. Um, and if you buy a Plex Pass, which I think is somewhat reasonably priced for the year, it's under $100, you can get free access to all the apps everywhere. And there's a um, lifetime pass. And right? yeah, there's yeah. a lifetime one too that's a few hundred dollars. Um, so those that don't know, a media server is like you can put any uh, content that you've downloaded onto a hard drive, whether that's like a network drive or one that's locally on a computer that you're using as a server. And then you can ask that access that content um, from any device in your home. They launched launched a new feature recently called uh, Plex Cloud yep. Server, yep. where you can upload it to services like um, Google Drive or Microsoft. What's Microsoft's? OneDrive. OneStorage or... um... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's the one that you use all the time when you send Dropbox. photos? Dropbox. Uh, any of those services, and then you can access your library from anywhere. You can do that too with like a computer and a, a static IP, but this makes that process much easier. Um, so even though there's other ones out there, this one, uh, Plex has one of the best user interfaces I've seen for a media server. Yeah. It's really easy to use. Very simple. Like my parents use it, which I always use as a true litmus test for how easy a program is to use. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's great. My, uh, my brother set one up. He lives in, um, not around here, but, uh, he set up a Plex server, not the cloud one, but uh, a computer and stuff for his, um, legally sourced. And if you're watching the video, you just saw me wink dramatically and again, we should at the be camera. zooming in on your face as you do that. Content. Um, and then uh, me and my Great radio there. <laughs> this is multimedia entertainment. It's a multimedia okay. experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, this content is on his computer and I've got it on my Apple TV, on my Xbox and everything. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome. Like it, it's so easy to use. You can even use it like uh, I know that a lot of people use Plex as sort of this like central hub for pirate stuff. But you can also use it if you use iTunes to download stuff. Yeah. You can yeah. use it as a server for that. I know quite a few people that use it for that. Um, but most people use it as a, a service for for pirated content. And visually, it's like Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it, great. And there's like... you. Uh, there's even cool little touches that I haven't seen in other media servers. Like, I've used these kind of things for years. Like, I used to use something called Diversity on the Xbox, like half a decade ago. Um, but this one feature that Plex has that's really cool is that if you leave a show partway through, you can resume at that yep. same point. Yeah, it, you know, it's it's interesting. People are willing to pay for the Plex, Plex Pass, but not for content. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't recommend yeah. the piracy side of things, but it's. It's a great it's a great place to put all your media. Yeah, I use it location. to store my iTunes library, like you said. Yeah, that's true too. That yeah. works great. Yeah, legally stuff. Legally mm-hmm. sourced. Wink, 
Wink. <laughs> um, so I guess I'll go for my third one. As everyone here looks weird, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole internet just knows that you have like a giant <laughs> server of pirated stuff sitting somewhere. It's like twenty terabytes nice. of like movies. <laughs> Uh, well, he yeah, is a self-proclaimed movie buff. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, I spend enough at the movie theaters that I, I feel the right, okay, um, <laughs> to legally source my content. Um, so my third app is called Deliveries. If you aren't an Amazon Prime member or, you know, you, if should, you, don't, you, know, you, you should be you really already. should be. Like, Toronto has uh, Next Day and Montreal just got, uh, sorry, same day, and Montreal just got it and Vancouver has it. Two days in most locations in Canada now. Yeah, here. right? So there's, like, tons and tons and tons of things. I'm like, oh crap! I need toothpaste, and I order it, and I get it delivered to the office, and I just take it home. So, <laughs> you order your toothpaste on Amazon? Hey, I order toothpaste, cereal, hair stuff. Did you? What did you? Did you tell order? me you got toilet paper ordered? I did. Yeah. So, <laughs> but then you, but then you gotta take it home. So you, oh, you, I didn't get it delivered to here. Oh, okay. But yeah, so I have like <laughs> toilet paper and all the stuff on automatic deliveries. So subscribe and save. <laughs> Learning so much about you this episode. Hey, if you subscribe, <laughs> if you subscribe to five things in one month, it's fifty percent off. It just makes economical sense. Okay. This is not you an sh- ad. <laughs> I promise. You showed Jeff me Bezos does not sponsor <laughs> Mobile Zero. You showed me the one um, for uh, what was it? Uh, allergy, allergy yeah. medica- well, what, medication, um, and it was, was um, reacting thirty-five percent off. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a reoccurring sale. Yeah. I can just cancel it after the first one, but it's like half price. Well, it's not half price, but it's close. You should get Amazon to try to sponsor us after this episode. So, to get back. Like, can you sponsor us after the fact? Jeff, please. Please, Jeff. <laughs> but to get back to topic, deliveries, sir. Okay. <laughs> do you need a, yeah, do you need so a Deliveries moment? is an application that um, you can feed all your deliveries to, you know, by the name. Um, but you can like just send it an email of your Amazon order and it will track everything in there. Um, it tells you like the status of where it is. It gives you notifications. Um, and if you're like, if you order a ton of things, knowing where things are at a given time is pretty important, yeah. <laughs> I guess to me, I don't know for everybody Especially else. if you depend on Amazon for your toilet, toilet paper. paper, you know, if you have to know if that last roll is coming. <laughs> <laughs> You're not coming yeah, on You got podcast. a ration, not toilet paper. <laughs> this, is, this is why we Take don't let him on. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't bring you on, Zach. Just <laughs> blew it. This is your chance. <laughs> it's two days away. <laughs> How much do you have left? <laughs> uh, so it's let me guess, app. not enough? <laughs> um, it's available on iOS. Um, I believe Android. You can also get a Mac app as well. So you can just kind of track all your deliveries in one central place versus going into, you know, Amazon's website, UPS or whatever, and Canada Post and tracking it all in one. So it's pretty awesome. Um, not developed by a Canadian. Um, it's uh, developed in America in Detroit, but still a cool app. Recommend the download. Very cool. Jessica, <laughs> excuse me. I needed to catch <sighs> my breath. I hate having to follow you because nothing I say is ever funny. It's a doozy. <laughs> it's yep. a doozy. Just talking about toilet paper. Well, there is this toilet paper. No, that's not what I'm going <laughs> to. Um, actually, for my third choice, I decided to pick Netflix for a very specific reason, though, because I hadn't actually downloaded the app until What's Netflix. Netflix. Oh, my goodness. Igor, <laughs> this is the second time. I know. Sorry, I'm so ignorant. Come out from under your rock, please. 
We'll do. Is it like is it like Blockbuster? But it's sort of like Blockbuster, Whoa. but it's still alive. So did you say Netflix? <laughs> Netflix. Is that like you flick nets? I don't understand. Sort of, yeah. Oh, that just sounds like, weird. <laughs> <laughs> like my botnet. <laughs> Only because it added offline downloads recently, and awesome. it was awesome. But I hadn't actually downloaded the app on my phone yet because I'm just not. I never watched videos on my phone really at all because they just use too much data. Um, so the offline download inspired me to download Netflix on my phone and start using it as a mobile app every single day rather than just on my desktop. Can I just say, yes. <laughs> offline viewing changed Ian's life. Ian being the publisher of Mobile Syrup. Yep. I don't think he used to dread his uh, now he loves commute. It. Now he loves his commute. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly how I feel. What's the show he watches? Abstract. No, no, the, the other uh, show. Riverdale. That Riverdale. He watches yeah. Riverdale. So he can watch Riverdale oh. on his way home. Hey, I uh, binge watched Jane the Virgin on my <laughs> commute home, and it is not terrible anymore. So You just have to be careful with what you're watch- watching, because there's like always somebody around you, and it's like this risky scene. You're like, mm-hmm. I-, I wouldn't care. Yeah. Yeah. Watching my soap opera. I'm just on, I'm on the go train. I'm like covering it up. I'm like, okay. Just like, what are you talking about? I'm just don't look at my phone. Jane the Virgin. <laughs> you should just no. be like, yo, man, do you want my other earbud? Like, we can, yeah. watch, it we can watch it together. Yeah. Sharing is caring. Joint experience. And yeah. one note to put onto that um, Rose Bahar is in California um, at Netflix HQ. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, she just published a piece on kind of how Netflix is. Looking into doing net or mobile specific cuts for their content, Ooh. Um, because they know that your screen size is smaller, so you really don't want a long shot. Um, long shot being where you can see you know the whole body of a person um, and usually some uh, background and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You you're gonna want to get a closer shot because that screen is so much smaller mm-hmm. and you can't really mm-hmm. see that content. Yeah. So. I think it was also like making the shows shorter, possibly too, wasn't it? Something related to that. that? didn't see that to part, specifically that would... fit the 43 minute time slot i have for my best yeah ride. they're gonna yeah. cut it <laughs> you, you enter in you enter in my bus commute is 43 minutes and then it just doesn't then it shows yeah. me all the content yeah. Yeah. her story also uh confirmed that uh, netflix is going to support hdr 10 and, yeah, dolby and, vision. and dolby vision oh. yeah 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 mm. i think before netflix had only mentioned uh dolby vision um, I think awesome, I, I think yeah. I asked about that at the G or someone asked about that at the G6 thing. It wasn't me, right? Because it's uh, the G6 uh, supports both HDR yeah, supports 10 and Dolby Vision. So I, I'm assuming that it's going to support Dolby Vision and HDR 10 across like all platforms. And for anyone who doesn't know, those are the two like warring platforms in uh, I guess not the platforms. Blu-ray and HDR. Yeah, in the, H- uh, D- the, the, yeah. the new oh. the new TV battle of high dynamic range. Basically, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, my commute just got even better. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Who says that? No. <laughs> I like my, it never gets better. Come now on. that I have but, the Nintendo yeah. Switch, I like my community. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. As long as you have something to do that doesn't well, cost you money. Let all me the put time. this out for you, Patrick. What happens when Zelda's done? When you're done with Zelda? I'm only halfway through it. Okay. Like I don't okay. need to think only, about that right now. So I have I have over forty hours logged in it. No, over fifty, which is insane. I've had it like for two weeks. That's bananas. That's like a full work week, by yeah. the way. <laughs> I'd be concerned about the streetcar driving past a, an aquarium and losing connectivity <laughs> on my left Joy-Con. That's only yeah. if they're not connected. <laughs> <laughs> the streetcar goes past the Ripley yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. lose connectivity. Uh, Wait. <laughs> you would have to have, so for that to happen, you would have to have the Joy-Cons disconnected and it's sitting on a kickstand on your lap. Which mm. I would never do on the street. Well, why would it lose connectivity near? That's one of the th- list one of, of yeah. It's one of the things <laughs> yeah. Nintendo recommended as microwaves. Yeah, aquariums. Aquariums. God. <laughs> <laughs>
Which was the hottest one? Close them all down. Uh, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi, yeah. cordless phones. USB 3 devices. What? <laughs> yeah, which... They were me, but. they're replacing uh, Joy Cons now though. If you if you contact them, I think they'll repair it free of cost, but you have to pay to ship it to them, and, the, mm-hmm. and then they'll pay to ship it back. Or just wait a little bit and get one that is revision. I, I think revision yeah, yeah right? I, I think yeah. they're gonna do something. Um, then I've heard rumors of them doing like maybe a wider, not a recall, but like a voluntary. Like remember when Xbox did that thing where you could send back your plug if you wanted to, yeah. and oh, they would yeah, give you yeah. that new one, something like that. Cool, because most people aren't gonna do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll do that to try to save money. Um, so last uh, app before we get to shoutouts, uh, an app I can't recommend enough. It's called One Password. It's developed here in Toronto, and it is kind of as the name suggests, a password manager. Uh, if you've never used a password manager, the gist of it is you create one uh, universal or one master password, and this opens up the app. And then within that app, what it does is you go to every service or app, other app that you log into and create a new password. And what this app does is it generates it and you can kind of set the parameters. So you can tell it, I want it to be 24 characters long. I want it to include numbers, letters, and symbols. And you then don't have to remember any other passwords. You just remember your one master password and you make that one a bit convoluted so that it's, you know, you can remember it, but no one else can really like break it. And it's made in Canada. It is made in Canada, yes. Um, and it is just great because when all your passwords are different, like, you know, the, a, a while ago I got a letter from Patreon saying like, hey, like, we've been hacked, guys. Uh, and you can go um, to this website, Have You Been Puned, I believe it's called. Yep. Uh, and just input your email. And I'm guaranteed you'll be surprised by how many times you've been puned, quote unquote. I think it was eight for me yeah. last time I did it. Uh, and these are not like, you know, these are not like, um, these are normal like mainstream services like Yahoo, for instance. Um, well, I like how you said that. <laughs> for instance, yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So um, check it out. It's really well. It's on iOS, Android, um, also on uh, PC and Mac. I you, use it across everything. Yeah, you can use it across platform if you sync your data with. Uh, uh, on Dropbox or through Wi-Fi. I, you, so you have like one yeah. database and it c- goes with you between devices. Uh, so it's one of the first apps I install whenever I get a new uh, phone to play with or uh, review. So um, I think what I would say is, you know, if you're over to using a password manager, um, that's great. Stick with that one. <laughs> there are a lot of great options. This is just the one that I prefer. I use it on desktop uh on mac and pc but i should probably start using it on uh phones as well Mm -hmm. the killer with these things though is once you invest in one Mm -hmm. they're kind of stuck yeah right um especially with you know apple's password manager because there's no way to export like i I believe Mm -hmm. um some of the password managers you can export them through like excel documents and stuff like that i think you can export one password i believe 100 percent sure but, um, but I mean, if you're in an Apple ecosystem, right, it doesn't matter. As long as you're committed, yeah, then it's fine, right? Yeah. I think the biggest thing is just pick one, stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so shout outs. Patrick. Uh, so my shout out. Um, oh, yeah. I remember what I was going to do. Uh, so today I wrote a quick story about uh, Microsoft and Xbox adding a cool new feature to Xbox Live that's mm-hmm. mainly focused on accessibility where, look, correct me if I'm describing this correctly. Um, so 
what it's going to do is it's going to transcribe player voices to text for people that yep. are hearing impaired. Um, and I think that's a really cool move for, for Microsoft to do. It probably will only appeal to a very small segment of the people mm -hmm. that play it. But I think uh, being more inclusive is, is a great move for by sure. the company. Yeah, so um, the greatest argument I've heard for uh, accessibility is like imagine uh, the steps to uh, to a building, right? They're normally steps, right? And But when you add a ramp, you're not just helping people with wheelchairs. You're helping people... Are like mothers who are have a stroller, right? Yep. You're helping a whole subset of different yeah, people true. that you didn't expect. Uh, you know, you would have helped in the first place. So, uh, I, like you said, I think this is a great feature, right? Like, you, you gave me like a, a few positive examples because some of mine were negative, and like one that you mentioned was um, uh, someone who wants to save a message or something like yeah. that, but they don't want to save it in audio form. They can now save it in text form. Yeah. Um, so I, I think. I think it's cool it's a cool move for microsoft to make or even something like this with the you know the the large amounts of online bullying mm -hmm. um this could be proof for those who yeah. are being bullied um to be able to you know get that information whether microsoft you have to get it in order for microsoft to get it but um well if that, it's a transcript right it's on your system yeah, i think i think before be i can't think of an instance offhand but i remember reading about it there's been uh situations where Microsoft has given like audio recordings of messages mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So maybe in terms of the legality of everything, everything this makes it more usable in yeah. court mm -hmm. or something yeah. like that. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Just a guess. Mm -hmm. uh, Zach, um, this has to be the shout out to end all shout outs. Yeah. So I've kind of got two. One's not really a shout out, but I'm going to say it anyway. Mm -hmm. So the first one is a shout out to Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> who... <laughs> All right, all right. You know, he's been driving Lincolns even before he was paved. <laughs> <laughs> What's with all the to ads drive, today? <laughs> yeah, to drive Lincolns. Um, so shout out to you. <laughs> Any particular reason why? I, I just find it funny. Because yeah. he's like, all right, all right. They're like, pretty funny yeah. commercials. Like yeah. the one where he's, it looks like he's in the middle of the ocean and he's <laughs> driving the car in circles. <laughs> or, or he's in the back seat and he's like, you know, you don't usually think about the backseat until you're like, uh, this is a horrible accent, but until you're in the backseat, that's why I drive a Lincoln. That's pretty <laughs> good. Like, you know. The best, uh, if go on YouTube and there's an amazing uh, video of Matt Damon doing an impersonation of Matthew McConaughey uh, and is spot on. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll have to get that. Um, the next one is, you know, this just came to me when mm -hmm. we were talking about Amazon and toilet paper deliveries. Oh, goodness. Uh, an ingenious idea for an app called The Last Square. <laughs> you heard it there first. Uh, any developers that want to so, get in touch with and all it does is track your toilet paper deliveries. Do so other a one people have app? their yeah. toilet oh paper delivered to them, or is that know. just you? This is a revolution. Guys. So, so are you one of the people that really wants those Amazon? What are they called? Like Zoom buttons? The dash. The dash oh, buttons. Yeah, I had a dash. Oh. <laughs> You're just going to the bathroom, just. Toilet paper low. Dash. So everyone's making fun of you, but I probably would use like getting the free toilet, not free, getting the toilet paper, getting yeah. uh, detergent. If my building had like a delivery system that worked, True. I would do that because I would never get that stuff sent to the office and I got to take it home. But I, w I would totally get toilet oh. paper delivered. If you ever came, if we had dash buttons in Canada and you came to my apartment, you just have them everywhere. Just everywhere. Just like your whole apartment would just yeah. be dash buttons be, on so all if surfaces. You, like, roll on the floor, you'd order like 30 things. <laughs> What do you order when you roll on the floor? That doesn't matter. 
Rice Krispies Squares. <laughs> yeah, Rice Krispies Squares. Uh, Reese's Pieces Puffs. What kind of items can you add with dash buttons? I know uh, it's like Dasani, Fiji, Clorox bleach, Lysol wipes, <laughs> Tide to go. <laughs> You've done a lot of reading. Everything. Like everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Toilet paper. Maybe I'm going to like try to find a way to get one of these to work in Canada. Uh, the big issue is that they they're the you can reprogram them because they're just Wi-Fi connected devices essentially, um, but they order directly to the U.S. based Amazon. You can't so like reroute it or anything. Yeah. Come on, Jeff. Ah, listen to this podcast. So essentially, you've shouted out your own idea. Right, and <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, again, not nearly as exciting, but my shout out this week goes to Coho. It is a Vancouver-based fintech startup that launched across Canada today. We just wrote a story about it on our site this morning, so check it out if you get a chance. But it's pretty cool because it kind of, it gives you a prepaid visa where you can load money from your account and you can limit the amount of money that you're spending every single month and then receive insight into your own spending, like in fun infographics and things like that. So... I like infographics, like so I mint, like it. Mint on crack. Can you can you set what? <laughs> mint, mint on crack. So Mint is an application um, purchased by Intuit. I think I'm saying that right. I think Intuit. Um, is that they, and it tracks your spending and gives you graphs and well, that's all that cool. Stuff. And also well, kind of like guilt that. trips you into like <laughs> yeah, because it's, like, it, it's like bloop, bloop, you just spent over your limit on candy. Yes. Don't eat yeah. for the rest of the month. Pretty Shame much. on you. Yeah, <laughs> save that money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, it, they send you a prepaid card that's connected to the app, and as you're spending, they send you little fun graphs about uh, what you're spending, and when you reach your limit, you can just decide not to spend anymore. Now, here's the important question. Yes. Hear me out. Can you set a limit on how much you spend on toilet paper per month? That is a big question. You know what? I think I'm going to email them right now yes. and demand that they set that up I wanna, specifically for this guy. I need I want to follow up story on that. Folks, yeah. this follow is the kind of journalism. Look for it, guys. It's coming. I need that it's information coming. from my app called The Last Square. <laughs> Can I invest in that, please? Yeah. We are taking investors. I'm going to be your first <laughs> You can't do it. It's like totally but. derailed now. Um, <laughs> it's all my fault. Um, so, uh, last but not least, I guess is myself. Um, I recently discovered, I'm pretty sure it's super sketchy. Uh, it's a service called, uh, cdkeys.com. Uh, or, and so what it is, is it's kind of a CD key reseller. Um, and these are really popular on the uh, PC side of gaming because, you know, steam, you can input a CD key and then you get the code or you get the game. Um, and they just resell it. And so, um, you know, if you've been following game prices in Canada recently, they've <laughs> astronomical yeah, prices. Seventy nine ninety nine uh, for what used to be like fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, and so, for the longest time, I've wanted to play this game called Dishonored Two. It was seventy nine ninety nine. Seven hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah, I wish. God, <laughs> no, I don't. It was seventy nine ninety nine. Uh, and I was just like, this is too much, right? Yeah, it might be the greatest game ever. Uh, I love the series. Uh, but I randomly discovered this site. It was thirty nine ninety nine. I was like, pound that, smash, <laughs> smash that buy it. button. Um, I'm pretty sure I sent my money to some sketchy like Siberian like teenager who <laughs> is gonna <laughs> use my email for. You're gonna get you're gonna get like a bunch of spam. Yeah, from like a, a Saudi prince. But you know what? It was worth it. It's like when I um when I was unlocking. Uh, phones like sometimes we'd get a review phone and i'd want it unlocked so i could use yeah. it as my main phone 
and I would contact like random people on eBay that were selling unlocking codes and it was like the super shadiest people on the planet. But yeah. then it would work. It always worked. So. Yeah. But nobody's ever emailed the prince and, you know, actually follow through. I have. Yeah. I often follow through with spam people. Just like, and there's an amazing TED talk apparently about how to respond. Yeah, it's, to it's really funny. Yeah, it's I really think funny. Mashable or something did the thing yeah, on that. Yeah. The guide, but yeah. Uh, on that note, um, please, uh, you know, if you like this episode, hit that like button. Uh, subscribe on uh, if you have a social media uh, network of your choice. Yes. Follow us at Mobile Syrup. Zach, Zach, pretty, pretty Zach can give them all to you. Everything. So if we want to go through them, all, it's like. Instagram is at Mobile Syrup, Twitter is at Mobile Syrup, Facebook is at Mobile Syrup, uh, Snapchat at Mobile Syrup, um, even Flipboard. Whoa. I think it's called Flipboard? No. I don't know. Yeah, it's called <laughs> Flipboard. You had to explain to me what it was. You yeah, told me it was like Flipboard. an RSS is board. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, check out Inside Timmy's. That will make our boss happy. Um, <laughs> Give us a review on iTunes, right? That too. That's yeah. pretty important. Yeah, Super helpful. Um, if you if you leave a review, we may read it out next week. Yeah, we don't. Hey, week. that's a good yeah. incentive. You, you guys might be able to read it. Out. I will definitely do that. I'm committing to it. I'll give you, you my cell phone number, and you can call on next me on next one. Um, and don't forget one eight hundred the last square dot com. The other thing I wanted to say was, um, if you have three favorite apps you'd like to share, drop them in the comments. We'd love to hear them, and sh- uh, I'm sure other readers would as well. Yeah, for sure. And uh, also, like, uh, I would be curious to know what people think of uh, a th- sort of a themed episode like this because it's something we haven't really done before. Um, mm-hmm. We got a really exciting one coming up. Yeah, there's a there's a really cool one coming up. Um, but I mean, often like in these months, there's not a lot of cool news happening. So mm-hmm. I think we may be doing more of these if if people like them. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, I won't see you next week, nor will Patrick. But I will. Oh, I will not. You never Unless know. I, I might invite wig. you into the enclave of female tech journalists. Yeah, I just have to wear a wig <laughs> and high heels. That is required, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and now, before we say anything else incriminating, take it easy. Bye. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.